wonderful. Thanks. You make a great Thank you. Jake. I was actually um, trying my best to um, sound as close to him as possible. Yeah, I can't believe you shanted me. Well, <laughs> technically, Jake did. Um, <laughs> I'm just quite a big fan of that show. Uh, I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Michael Theo, otherwise known as Mr. A+. I'm starting this podcast because I want to entertain people and bring love and light into people's lives as well. Rules for the podcast include no controversial topics such as politics, religion, past wars, weaponry, and drugs. And most importantly, it has a strict no COVID talk policy. I apologize that my audio sounds a little bit more echoey than usual. It's because I recorded this episode from my rompus room rather than my usual quarters so that I could have better lighting for an acting scene. But I promise you the content is great, so please bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to my podcast. This is the very first episode for the new year, and we have a very special guest joining us today. This guest is actually a cast member of one of my favorite television shows, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the woman who played Gina Linetti. She was also a cast member for that recently released animated film, Sing 2. She was also a writer on Parks and Recreation. And fun fact, she's also married to Jordan Peele, who is a comedy and horror director. Allow me to introduce you to Chelsea Peretti. Let's welcome her in, ladies and gentlemen. In the beginning, there was nothing. And then God... A woman said, let there be Gina. Welcome, Chelsea. Oh, my goodness. That's the best intro I've ever had. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I was so excited that you were doing a podcast. It's my pleasure. Yeah, to get to be on it. How's the podcast going? It's going very well. Thank you for asking. How are things on your end? Well, everything's pretty good. <sighs> yeah, but... uh <laughs> I ran out of things to say. Oh, no, I was I dressed up because I was trying to I know you like formal clothes. So I was trying to be more a little more snazzy than usual. That's that's all right. Um, For a podcast, you don't really quite need formal wear. Oh, you're right. Oh, no, I should have. I, I got to go put a flannel shirt on. But what you have is perfect. It's fine. OK, good. <laughs> yeah, it's just whatever you're comfortable wearing. OK, firstly. Because this is the first episode for the new year. I'm going to start it off by us doing a little scene from an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, season six, episode called Return of the King. Now, I didn't have time to prepare thoroughly. Did you work on the scene at all? Actually, I've watched that episode so many times that I actually know those lines by Jake. Wow. You must have an amazing memory. It's a photographic memory, actually. Really? I wish I had that. I have a very bad memory. You seem to have a great memory since you remember lines very well. Yeah, I guess, but it, it takes work for me. I suppose it would. Okay, so we're going right into the scene. I thought that was going to be like the grand finale. Yes. This is um, actually a bit of a starting point for the episode to kick things off for the new year. I love it. And to give um, the audience some entertainment as well. Important on a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to direct the acting at all or? 
Okay, I, I think I'll do it. Is that scene where um Gina almost has, has that near-death experience when her agent Duncan revealed to Jake inadvertently that she didn't have food poisoning the night before, but she was having drinks with people instead. And because the volume on her phone was so high, she kept decreasing it until it was barely hearable, but he was still able to hear it. Ah, yes, that's actually really helpful. And you know what? A lot of times the AD on set is the one who sort of does the scene synopsis before you shoot the scene. Um, So that was helpful. Thanks. Okay. Are you going to read the stage directions? Okay. Your first line is, Jake, did you hear that? After she turned to face him with a dreaded look and a phone in her hand. Okay. Jake, did you hear that? I did. And there's been a change of plans. I'm going to take a rain check on the champagne. But it was wonderful seeing you. Why are you talking like a flight attendant? This is how I always talk when everything is okay, which it is right now. Please enjoy the rest of your day. Jake, I had a work thing. I can't believe you're being such a baby about this. I'm not being a baby. Look, I'm sorry I lied, okay? It was a big opportunity for me. I was having drinks with the brand director of a bottled water company. I can't say which one, but it rhymes with fart water. Perhaps one day I will laugh at that. In the meantime, I'm happy for your success and I hope your partnership with fart water is very fruitful. Good day. Come on, dude. Just talk to me. I would if we were friends, but you're making it very clear that we are not, so I shan't. Oh, you're shanting me? Yeah, that's right. Jake! Can't hear you. You're shanted. Jake! I told you I only talk to my friends. No, Jake. I think I just got stabbed by that guy. Oh, yeah, you did. You definitely did. Oh, yeah, that's when it turns it. Oh, there's a knife in my back. Wow, I forgot all about this, some of these things. You were wonderful. Thanks. You make a great Jake. I was actually um, trying my best to um, sound as close to him as possible. Yeah, I can't believe you shanted me. Well, (laughs) technically, Jake did. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I'm just quite a big fan of that show. Uh, I love that. Have you seen every episode? Yep, start to finish. But I, I still need to see the, the eighth season. Oh, that's the hardest part to watch is the end of anything. Yeah, but I have to wait until it comes out on DVD next month. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm one of the few people in this world that still uses a DVD player. Oh, that's cool. You got to be careful not to scratch those things. Exactly. But then again, I've been using a DVD player for years. Have you? So you know the ins and outs of a DVD. What other shows do you watch on DVD? Oh, I also watch The Big Bang Theory, Modern Family, Parks and Recreation. You were actually a writer for that show. I was, yes. New Girl, you actually starred as Gina Linetti in one episode. (laughs) Will you be my manager? Me? Yeah. Do you know about managers? Uh, not, not a lot. Oh, I was kidding because you know so much about the work I've done. You feel like you should work in the business. Oop. Sorry about that. Wow, so you know a lot about TV. Yeah, I've, it's one of my biggest passions. I've been researching about all this stuff for years. Another one of my favorite shows is um, The Good Place. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. He's a lot of Mike Schur and Dan Gore shows. Well, that's because Michael Schur is a comedy genius. He's created some of the most brilliant comedies it, America has to offer. He really is. And what's more, he's a very nice, he's really funny when I wrote for Parks and Rec, Rec, he's just, he keeps the energy in the writer's room so silly yeah. and so fun. Um, yeah. And we had lots of interesting debates about really silly topics. Yeah. In fact, um, there's one thing I don't like about Parks and Recreation. Uh-oh, here we go. Let's get into it. The dirt. Um, the citizens of Pawnee. 
Yeah, you know, somewhere I have toilet paper that was a gift from Parks and Recreation. I think it. Oh. I think it says Pawnee on it or something. Yeah, if I find it, maybe I could send it to you. If if you wish. <laughs> but um. Is your mom home today? Um, she's at the gym. Ah, uh, okay. Is she as fun I'm, as she seems on the TV? She seems like a very fun person. She is, but the thing is, um, sometimes she's just um, a bit of a pain. <laughs> <laughs> and since you brought her up, I have a little fun fact. Oh. Your middle name happens to be my mother's name. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. Her name is Vanessa. And you both have the same background. A Jewish Italian? Mum's not Jewish. She's actually half Italian, half Croatian. Oh, okay. We're half and halves. Exactly. Nice. Um, have you been to Croatia? No. <laughs> I've never been to Greece or even Italy. I've never been to Greece either. I want to go there, but I've only been to Italy. Yeah. I wish I could go there. Yeah, maybe soon we'll go. Yeah. Anyway, um, now, my first question is, how were you approached about becoming part of the cast of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I was auditioning. Originally, I auditioned to play a cop. And you probably already know this, but I went to elementary school with Andy Samberg, so I had met him before. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> I figured. And so first I auditioned, and then me and him did a scene together. And I think ultimately they decided I didn't feel like a cop and they cast me, they added a new role that wasn't in the pilot that I read and uh, that was Gina Linetti. And so that's how that kind of happened. Nice. Did you decide how Gina Linetti should be portrayed as? Um, no, I, I mean, I wasn't in the writer's room, but I definitely, because I had written for Parks and Rec with Dan before and Mike, I would talk to him sometimes about the lines and, you know, sometimes we could improvise a little bit and stuff. And so every actor gives their character their flair, but they wrote the character mm -hmm. and then I played with it. Yeah. In fact, you were phenomenal as Gina Linetti because you portray um, the sarcasm and the sardonic personality very superbly. <laughs> Thanks. I'm actually quite impressed, but I also got a little tip for you. Okay. Yeah. If you've, if you fall down like nine times, you got to reassess your walking because something's wrong. <laughs> I like it. You know every line, huh? What else do you know? Any other lines? Yes. If the light in your house is dim, change the bulb. <laughs> I wish you could have been my brother on the show. <laughs> that would have been fun. Yeah. And I actually did know that you, that you and... Annie Sandberg attended elementary school together. We did, yeah. Who would have thought two young kids went to elementary school together in the 1980s and then went on to become co-stars in one of the most brilliant comedies ever created? You just gave me chills because it really is strange. I've had a lot of time to reflect in the last couple of years and I've, I've really been grateful that I got the yeah. chance to do that and that people liked it so much. And mm. And it is so strange to go to elementary school with someone and then wind up in that situation together. Yeah. Here in Australia, we call it primary school. Oh, yeah. 
I went to school for a semester in England, and so I learned Ooh. some of those different words that they have too. Nice. Have you ever tried Marmite? I have never heard of that. Really? What about Vegemite? Yes, I've definitely had that a million times before. You like it? Yeah, on toast or muffins. Yeah, okay, I gotta try it. I've only had Marmite, which is supposedly <laughs> similar. I also got to ask you, why did you leave Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I never quite understood why. Yeah, well, you know, there's there's a lot that goes on in Hollywood that's hard to explain, but it kind of was just something that we we decided to do. And <clears throat> the cool part was that I got to come back and be with everyone in the finale yeah. and we got to kind of have closure on the whole experience. So that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I actually was impressed that you did manage to make an appearance in the eighth season. Yeah, it was good. It felt so good to be back with everyone. Yeah. Even though I haven't seen it, I have actually read about it. Okay. Right. You haven't seen yeah. it yet because you got to get the DVD. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No spoilers. Yeah. I, um, I'm just a very old fashioned person. What else are you? Are you old fashioned with what you eat? My main preferred um, cuisine would be Italian. Me too. Love pasta. <laughs> I know, right? It's so good. Do you like pesto? <laughs> yep, I love all kinds of Italian foods. Have you ever had carbonara? I think I have. That's my favorite pasta. Nice. Now, in Australia, isn't pavlova really popular? It is, yes. Do you like it? It's quite rich in sugar. Yeah, it is It is intense. I prefer tiramisu. Ooh, yum. Everybody else keeps pronouncing it as tiramisu. It's pronounced tiramisu. Wow, so do you speak any Italian? Only, only a little bit. I, I'm just still learning. Yeah, I don't really speak much either. I met some of my relatives in Italy, and I thought I spoke a little Italian, but they were looking at me like, you don't. You don't. Yeah, it takes time to, to learn. Oh, um, my next question is, did you meet any of the cast of Parks and Recreation during your time as a writer for the show? I did, yeah. They would sometimes come to the writer's room. Um, and then when you're a writer, you'll be on set during your episode. Um, who were your favorites on Parks and Rec? Nick Offerman, definitely. Oh, yeah. Loved his character as Ron Swanson. Oh, Ron Swanson was amazing. He's like the ideal dad. He loves meat. He loves woodwork. He loves whiskey. He speaks in a deadpan delivery. And he has a distinctive walrus mustache. <laughs> Is that a good dad has a mustache? It's the kind of dad I would like to have. <laughs> Tell your dad to get a mustache. It's not the mustache that matters. Oh. It's talking more deadpan that's better. Uh. Oh, and with Amy Poehler, she's phenomenal as Leslie Nope. I love her so much. And I've known Amy for years. Um, I did a web series called All My Exes, and she came on and did a part on it. And I used to do um, monologues at UCB Theater in New York for this show called Ask Hat, and she would improvise, and she was just so brilliant and so hilarious she's very similar to um chris and bell they're both amazing women and they're both very cheerful people uh-huh. they're both lights in this world yes i agree both it's, of them are it's so important i was also particularly fascinated by orby plaza yeah i mean i actually just watched a movie that she's in aubrey no not aubrey <laughs> ingrid goes west it was really oh. good but yeah she mm. was great on there 
And a really hard worker. I always remember her shooting a scene and she was memorizing lines for something else. I think that she was going to audition for or something in between takes. Yeah. But yeah, she's um, she's so great. Yes. I really can't believe I'm talking to you. It's so surreal. Really? Why is that? Well, I love your show. How, how did you wind up on TV doing that show? I'll explain. Yeah. Because you see Northern Pictures, which is behind Love on the Spectrum, they contacted various employment agencies for potential candidates. One of them they contacted called At Work Australia, which I'm with. They contacted them and they recommended me for it. Wow. And were you nervous to do it or were you excited? I was excited. Nice. You're so great on the show. And uh, your your whole family seems really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. But I'm actually closest with my dad. Really? <laughs> yeah. But what do you do with your dad when you're going to have some fun? Well, we would spend some time in nature, like the botanical gardens, or go to the rock pools in summer. Oh, what's that? Like and you can jump into the water or something? Yeah. Yeah. It's a continental rock pool. Whoa. That's cool. It's, it, but it's safe, though. You're a good swimmer? I'm not really a, a swimmer. I just um just bathe in the water. Yeah. You take in the, take in the scene. Yeah. And my dad and I would go to um, spiritual places as well. And because is nature spiritual? Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. My dad and I are spiritual. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. You need something to get you through life, you know? Exactly. My next question is, how were you approached about voicing an animated character in Sing 2? I really think I just got an email Sometimes that's all all that happens is you get an email from your agent and it says you've been offered this role. I think that was it. So then I, yeah, then I got to be in this, in the sequel and that was really fun. Did you see the first film? I did. Yeah. Did you? Yes, I did. But the only reason why I got into it is because Seth MacFarlane was in it. I was quite a big fan of him at the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. In fact, I actually loved the sec- the sequel a lot more than the first. Oh, cool. That's cool. I had a lot of fun um, doing it. And some of that I recorded in my closet. So that's pretty crazy really? be- because I couldn't go into the studio because of the restrictions at the time with like health stuff. So oh. I uh, just did it in my closet on my floor. And there it was in a uh, big movie afterwards. So it's pretty, uh, pretty nice. wild. It was. Can you give me an example of your character? Well, I play a dog and she's kind of a gatekeeper and she's kind of serious. But then I think she reveals that she has a heart or you've seen it. Yeah. You just mean the voice. I feel like the voice is pretty similar to mine. Yep. I could tell that it was your voice. (laughs) Well, lately, whenever I've done voiceover jobs, like people seem to want you to do your own voice most of the time. Yep. I can imagine. This question was going to be my sixth one, but I decided to make it my next one. Okay. On a more personal note... What is it like being the wife of Jordan Peele? (laughs) Um, It's pretty cool. You know, when we met, he was a Comedy Central sketch guy and I was on a TV show, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was on his show, Key and Peele. And it was like, yeah, two comedy people we met and we clicked and and now he's like this big director. So it's been quite a evolution into through a lot of different things these past years. But um, the one thing that's so constant is that we laugh so much together. That's good. Yeah, our household is we have interesting conversations and we laugh a lot. How (laughs) has your love 
search going? Uh, not that great at the moment. It's hard being single. It's hard finding love, right? Definitely, but I've been single my whole life. Yeah. They say, like, you haven't met the one until you meet the one, you know? Yeah. So. Your heart will know. Yeah. But it's just you have to go through so much because it's it's kind of hard yeah. getting to know people, right? Yeah. But then again, your actors are able to meet their part, their future partners anywhere in the world. Right. I guess that's true. Except for if you want to be near them, then that's harder. Um, well, the best option would be to divide your time between your home and their home. Or living together. Yeah. Yeah. But you can always find a solution to make it work. Yeah. And um, with Jordan Peele, I couldn't help but notice that he's, being a director, he mostly directs horror films. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? He was always, he always yeah. loved horror movies growing up and that's what he wanted to make. <laughs> Do you hate horror? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I find that because they're, they're too unsettling. I know that's the face you're making is how I feel about horror sometimes too. But the reason I can watch his is that they have kind of interesting social parallels and it makes me think about things. And that way it's not like, I'm just like constantly jumping in my chair, freaking out. I'm it's more thoughtful. Yeah. And when you and Jordan got married, you two actually eloped something. A lot of people don't really do. I really recommend it when you find the one, I don't know up to you but i i had a great time eloping because we just got to do everything exactly how we wanted and didn't have to worry about who to invite and where people were gonna sit and what food and it was really peaceful we went to a very spiritual nature location and it was just really magical lovely yeah okay um now this is my golden question oh can you tell me about your co-stars on brooklyn 99 is there any <laughs> Is there anything in particular you wanted to know? Well, what are they really like off-screen? Good question. Andy is really goofy, but he can also be kind of serious, but he's fun and he's silly to talk to and me and him like both came up as stand-ups and we both lived in New York and we grew up in the Bay Area, so we have a lot of common ground to talk about and joke around about. And then Melissa is super upbeat, super positive, but also keeps it real. She's like someone you can talk to about anything. And um, she's taught me a lot about just having a positive attitude and, but she's still really funny and fun. Stephanie is really heartfelt and someone also that is like, someone you can talk to about real things about your feelings and your life. And you feel like, you know, that doesn't scare her away or something to talk about matters of the heart. And Joe, I just called him the other day, actually. And we were talking, he asked if I had like accidentally called him, (laughs) but anyway, he's also someone that I, I was trying to just kind of talk to him a little bit about some work stuff, but also just, We all have families. We all had kids on the show. So it's this weird bonding thing where we all kind of became parents while we were on the show and grew together. And then Andre, I mean, I absolutely love Andre. He is such a fascinating person. I love his point of view on things. It's kind of always unpredictable and interesting. Same with Terry (laughs) Crews. And Terry is like one of the sweetest people, very encouraging and 
um, also really positive energy. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then there's Dirk and Joel, right? Hitchcock and Scully. And those guys are just awesome. Yeah. Super funny. Mm. Super nice. Everyone was nice. Yeah. Yeah. But the one co-star that I'm particularly enamored by is none other than Mark Evan Jackson. Oh, yeah. He is so funny, huh? What do you love about him? He speaks in a... His, his characters are strict and authoritative, and he speaks in a very dry, deadpan tone, which my father doesn't do. Uh, so you want your dad to be more dry and more deadpan? Yeah. <laughs> what does he talk like? I don't remember him being super... Oh, my dad just talks um very much like how we are right now. It's just that my dad is just one of those typical loving European dads who just wants the best for his kids. <laughs> well, isn't that good? Yeah, it is. But the thing is... I actually love deadpan humor. Yeah. And whenever Mark Evan Jackson plays one of his characters, no matter what he says, I'm always laughing. Do you want me to be more deadpan in this interview? It doesn't really doesn't really matter. Too late. I'm already um, deadpan. Oh, cool. Do you like it? I guess I would say so. I'm cracking up right now. Okay, maybe this maybe this will crack you even more. Look, Raymond, a yellow crystal warbler. <laughs> I couldn't hold it. Hold on. Very funny. Because he's gay, Raymond has been put through hell by his colleagues, many of whom, quite frankly, look exactly like you. So yes, I decided a long time ago that just because I love Raymond doesn't mean I have to love the people he works with. Good solve, detective. That was like my best impression of his character. Very. That was incredible. Thanks. You're welcome. <sighs> oh, also... Out of all those characters on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's very hard for me to have a favorite character, but I'm particularly enamored by Captain Holt. Oh, me too. I think he's just, he's so funny. And again, very deadpan. <sighs> yes. He's like my ideal dad. Wow. <laughs> you. <laughs> I, it's funny because you're so close to your dad, right? Yeah. But then you keep wanting a different kind of dad. Well, it's just that... I just sometimes wish that my dad was more deadpan. Yeah. Has he ever tried? Nope. I don't think he could. Deadpan dad. <clears throat> I'm the only performer in this family. Yeah. It's hard. It's lonely, right? Yes, I know. Because I feel like a fish out of water. Yeah. Most of the time. Me too. Also, um, remember that scene that we did earlier? Yes. I'll tell you why I chose that from that episode specifically. It's because Terry and Jake were sharing... Their past experiences with friends that stopped making time for them. And I kind of relate to that because it's happened to me several times before in the past. Really? Where friends just got really busy and you didn't hang out as much? Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst feeling, right? I know. Don't move to Hollywood because everyone here is working, 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 working. So it's hard to it's hard to hang out with people sometimes. Yeesh. 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 But, um... But people still got to remember that there's a time for work and there's a time for making time for your family and friends. Yes, absolutely. That's how I feel. Yes, that's good. Yeah, it's quite, important. I'm impressed by that. At the end of the day, that's all we have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Now I believe we're going on to my 
Ask Mr. A Plus segment. What that is, the Ask Mr. A Plus segment is a chance for the guest to ask me questions. Anything comes to their mind. Oh, I see you have some prepared. But I did actually already ask you several of these. Oh, do you prefer cats or dogs? Cats. Chips or ice cream? Probably gelato. Mm. Gelato, I meant. Nice pronunciation again. Okay, this is like what I used to do on my podcast that I had. I would do a food test and I say two foods and you say which one is better. Actually, sometimes I would say one food and then you would say if it's good or bad. Let's do that. Sure. Okay. Cheese. That's good. Okay, what about carrots? Good, I would say. Mm, but not not too good, it sounds like. Apples. Definitely, yes. Good. Especially green ones. Yes, and very good if you put them in the fridge and then you slice them. Mm. Very refreshing. Pineapple. Uh, good. Garlic. Good. Oh, all right. Olives. Good. Great. Pickles. Good. Correct. We did pasta. We both love pasta. Burgers. Good, I believe. That's how I feel, too. <laughs> Cheeseburgers. Like, do you have fast food? You must. Um, Here and there, not very often. How about a steak? Yes, good. Love steaks. Okay. Um, How about... God, what else is there to eat? Oh, hummus. Good. I agree. How about salt and vinegar potato chips? Um, somewhat good. Wrong. They're delicious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, obviously it's everyone has their own taste. Anyhow, mm. that's that's what I used to do on my podcast. And it was always interesting because everyone likes oh. different food, you know? Hmm. I would say so. Yeah. Well, um, do you have anything interesting you're working on that, that my audience should get excited for? Yeah. Um, I've written a movie, a comedy, and I know you don't like movies, but I do. So I wrote one and it's going to be really funny. It's in the early stages, but I'm getting ready to gear up to make it. So that's what I'm excited about right now. That's good. Yeah. And actually, when I said that I'm not big on films, it's just, that I kind of prefer television, but I still watch films, though. Oh, okay. Do you like all kinds of things or just comedy? Main, mainly comedy because it's healthier for the mind. I agree. What is your favorite um, comedy film? There's quite a few, actually, and several of them are animated. Oh, which ones? There's um, that that animated adaption of The Grinch by Illumination. Mm-hmm. Several Disney features. Okay. Have you seen Encanto? I, I haven't yet. Stephanie's in it from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I know. It's very good. I can imagine. I've actually been mean to see it. It's really good. You'll love it. Mm. And one of the songwriters, Lynn manuel Miranda, was actually a songwriter for that film. He also played David Santiago, one of Amy's brothers, on the show. Yeah, so I think you'll find it really interesting. And... um. For the very few people who aren't already following your journey, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram, and that's where I'll post about my upcoming projects and things like that. Nice. Chelsea Peretti. One R, two T's. A lot of people try to put two R's, but it's two T's and one R. And um, do you happen to have any other questions that might have crossed your mind? 
me think here. Is there going to be more seasons of Love on the Spectrum? I am not sure if there is. It depends on what the ABC decides. Maybe you should have a spinoff. A spinoff? That's when you get your own show because you were popular on a show. Actually, there is something going on in the works for me at the moment. Cool. And it will involve being in the UK as well. That's cool. And plus, I'm I'm actually pursuing an acting career myself. I love that. So are you Thanks. taking acting classes? Uh, not at the moment. Okay. What kind of roles yeah. do you want to play? Let me guess. Deadpan comedy. Yeah. Yes. But I would also would love to play villainous characters as well. Uh, that's a bit hard to, um, hard to say as well. Maybe it's something along the lines of like Scar of the Lion King. It's because... Villainous characters are very fun to play, and they're also a healthy way to channel your anger. Yeah, you're making me want to play a villain. Maybe you should try it sometime. I think I'm ready. Nice. (laughs) Oh, and well, I think you'd be perfect for it because you do have the right amount of sarcasm for such a role. Yeah, I would love that. And um, I also wanted to ask you something. Are you open to me extending an offer of friendship? Of course. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> you have my email address, I assume? Yep, I do. Yeah, we can be friends. Nice. Because I'm always happy to make friends. With Me people. too. It's the best feeling, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I also use WhatsApp as well. Oh, yeah. WhatsApp is big. You got to start encrypting, though. I forget the app where you can encrypt your chats. Then you can talk mm. about highly sensitive secret matters. I suppose. <laughs> Also, um, I want to thank thank you so much for for joining us today. Oh, thank was... you. I was I was looking forward to it, and I was excited about it, and you didn't disappoint. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've been looking forward to this as well. Me too. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you too, it. And and good luck with your podcast. I'm excited that you're doing it. Thank you, Chelsea. Oh, and um, and tell Jordan that I give him my regards. I will. I will. Actually, wait, will you say that again? I want to videotape it because then I can send it to him. Okay. Okay, ready? Hello, Jordan, or more appropriately, Mr. Peel. Um, I want to say this to you. I give you my regards and greetings to you as well. I wish you, Chelsea, and your son Beaumont all the best in life and always stay safe. And if you want to continue on focusing on directing, go for it. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.